Good evening, boys and ghouls, and welcome to another nightmarish episode of Midnight Snacks. <laughs> For this episode, we will be talking about a horror host show that inspired Frank Zappa. That's better. Insane Mike here, your host of Midnight Snacks. This is a podcast that's all about TV horror hosts, giving you the history of them and celebrating this amazing art form of TV horror hosting. Now, we have an awesome show for you, so sit back and relax. We are talking about the classic L.A. horror host show from the 60s, Jeepers Creepers Theater. Now, before we begin, let me introduce you to my assistant sock puppet, Olaf. How's it hanging, Olaf? Mostly to the left. Okay, too much information. Thanks, Olaf. Um, If we get desperate enough for running time, we'll check back with you a little later on. (laughs) Midnight Snacks is a proud member of the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, the PFPN is home to several pop culture podcasts, home to great shows such as Land of the Creeps, Atomic Way to Cheese, The Gore Score, and many, many shows. Oh, 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 there's one called, oh, I don't know, Attack of the Killer Podcast. Maybe you should check that one out. You can check that out and all the other shows at thepfpn.com. That's the website right there, thepfpn.com. Check out the Prescribed Films Podcast Network now. Do it. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at So, without any further ado, let's get on with the show! And now, on with the show. Now, personally, myself, I have never seen Jeepers Creepers. Um, and it is very, very hard to find any any footage of this show. I think there's a little bit out there, may, may, mostly stills more than anything else. 
Um, so yeah, really, really difficult to find footage from the show. It's, it's a huge bummer. Um, it was definitely way before my time. Uh, and, and just doing research in general on the show has been, has been kind of a challenge. Uh, but here we go. We're going to, uh, we're going to attempt it now. Uh, however, the show's biggest claim to fame and still resonates in, in the, um, more, uh, obscure pop culture, I guess you could say, the great Frank Zappa recorded a 45 of Jeepers Creeper back in the early 1960s. And that's what introduced me to the Creeper, because I'm a really big Frank Zappa fan. Really big Frank Zappa fan. But more on that later. Let's get talking about Jeepers Creepers Theater, taking it from the top, from the very beginning. Jeepers Creepers Theater ran from 1962 only to 1966 at KCOP-TV Channel 13 in Los Angeles, California. Throughout its short four-year run of the show, it had a total of three different horror hosts. Check that out. Three different horror hosts in a four-year run of the show. Now, the first and probably the most famous of the three was Jeepers himself, played by a man that I'm assuming this is his actual name, Bob Guy. Jeepers was a ghoulish-type character. He wore, like, the traditional top hat. He had a long black cape. He wore ghoulish makeup and uh, had, like, super over-the-top bushy eyebrows and sharp, gnarly teeth. I've got some tanner leaves tonight because I'm going to try to get me a mummy because the movie I'm showing is the mummy curse. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, great tanner leaves. Mumbo, jingo, mumbo lummy. Oh, please, great tanner leaves. Bring me a big white mummy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Bob Guy himself, a.k.a. Jeepers Creepers, was host from 1962 to 1963. So only like about a year did he host the show and ended up being the most famous out of all three. We're going to get into why that is um, here soon. Um, but on the show, he was joined by many other characters, including a shrunken head named Julie, a lizard named Billy Joe, uh, Boris the werewolf was actually just a um, stuffed uh, werewolf toy doll, a pumpkin the rat, and a skull named Auntie Minnie, uh, and her relative, a smaller skull by the name of Doris. The first episode of Jeepers Creepers Theater aired September 15th, 1962, a day after my birthday, but still like 10 years before I was born, so don't, I'm not that old. The first movie that Jeepers showed on Jeepers Creepers Theater was the 1945 film House of Dracula with John Carradine as Dracula, Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman, and Glenn Strange as Frankenstein's monster. See before you a man who lived for centuries, kept alive by the blood of innocent people. When the full moon rises, I turn into a werewolf with only one desire, to kill. 
I tried to perform the miracle of science and failed. My blood is contaminated with the blood of Dracula. Now a little bit about uh, Bob Guy himself. The Jeepers alter ego, Bob Guy, was born July 30th, 1920 in New York. When he moved out to California, he ended up becoming a long-time program director at KCOP-TV, Channel 13 in Los Angeles. And much like a lot of other horror host shows around the country at this time, Bob Guy created the persona of Jeepers Creepers when the station got a hold of a package deal of horror films to show on the network. And Bob decided to create a show around the presentation of these films. The show was a hit from the start. Now, once Jeepers gained some, some small success, Bob Guy decided he wanted to make a record, which is pretty common for a lot of TV horror hosts. He drove to Studio Z in a white Cadillac, wearing a business suit and horned-rimmed glasses. But it would take just the right man to take the demented style of the Creeper and turn it into musical gold. And of course, that man is none other than the great Frank Zappa. And this is what cemented Jeepers as probably the most successful host from the show, even though he only did the show for like a year. Frank Zappa wanted to do a song to satire Zachary's Dinner with Drac. See, Dinner with Drac... For Zachary, was it became a chart-topping hit. It became really popular. It got a lot of airplay. Um, it climbed up the charts, which sounds crazy to think about today. But back in the uh, 50s and early 60s, novelty records consistently were chart-topping, money-making successes. All the time. You know, stuff like, Kooky Kooky, Where's Your Comb? Uh, they're coming to take me away, haha. Ha. Purple People Eater, Witch Doctor, all that kind of stuff were like top charting songs back in the day. I mean, you know, obviously music has changed since then. So, so Frank kind of wanted to not necessarily do a parody, but satirize, do do you know, poke fun at the whole dinner with Drac thing. Um, the song was called Dear Jeepers, and it was more of a spoken word track with kind of jazzy music score in the background. Oh, what have we here? Oh, a letter. Oh, it smells. Oh, how wonderful. I just love letters that are perfumed. Oh, lovely, lovely scent. <laughs> Essence of Wolfbane. Oh, let me open it. Dear Jeepers, it was so nice of you to attend my party at the castle last week. You and Doris make such a lovely couple. I'm also very glad to have seen Igor, Boris, and Sally Snake, and Pumpkin the Rat. <laughs> it was so much fun when we all played Pin the Tail on the Werewolf. Oh, 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 oh yes, an electrical chair. Oh, when everybody sat down, uh, two million volts. <laughs> oh, such fun. Uh, Doris, squeeze me a glass of mildew. And to continue now, all of the party was supposed to be rot luck. Uh, it turned out to be 
hot luck. It was still lovely of you to bring along that leg of leprechaun or gratin. Oh, Desdemona wants the recipe. Well, I'm, I'm rather exhausted, so I, I must close now. The sun is coming up, and I must return to the crypt. Sincerely, Count Dracula. Oh, oh, P.S. Here's a riddle. Where there's a will, what's the way? <laughs> um, the song is based on a segment on the Jeepers Creepers Theater where Jeepers would read letters from fans on the show, another common practice of TV horror hosts in the day. Uh, the B side of the 45 was called Letters from Jeepers. Uh, and it was a response to the to a letter that Dracula wrote Jeepers from side one. Doris, get out your poison pen and take a letter. I have to write to Count Dracula. You know, he wrote me a letter. All right, Doris. Dear Count Dracula, I am writing to you from Cucamonga. <laughs> Cucamonga? The weather is lovely. Oh, oh. The nausea of noon. Oh, oh, oh. The wind is always blowing. And the sun never shines. And it's rainy and damp. 400 days of the year. Oh. I enjoyed the party very much. Especially the sumptuous feast you had prepared. It was thrilling. From the first appetizers. Chicken fried grub worms on through the dessert. Oh, blood pudding! Oh, I love blood pudding! It was a masterpiece of culinary skill. Oh, I, I was worried for a moment when you, you said the main course was fish and chips. Oh. We're not that plebeian in Cucamonga. <laughs> but my fears were quickly allayed when I discovered to my delight it was silverfish and buffalo chips. Oh, silverfish! Oh, 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 they're so squirmy! Oh, oh, the first one went down easy, but the second one was greasy. Oh, 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 my. Oh, I'm being carried away because I, I really must apologize for getting tipsy and, and singing. But I have always wanted to be the death of the party. <laughs> uh, when you hear the pellets drop, count ten and take a deep breath. Frank Zappa has also done another uh, 45 in this vein. There was one he did with Burt Ward at the height of the popularity of the Batman TV series from the 60s, uh, where Burt Ward as Robin reads fan letters uh, to kind of more of a slower kind of uh, puppy love type of music score on the background with screaming teenage girls on the track as well. I think that song, I'm trying to remember, I should have looked it up before recording. I think it was called... Robin, we love you, because that that was also like the chorus of it too. Wonder, I love you. Boy, wonder, I love you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
boy wonder. Taking this opportunity to catch up on my fan mail. Even as a boy wonder, it's really hard to read all the tons of mail I get. Here is a happy letter from someone just about your age. Dear, cute, wonderful, fabulous, magnificent, exquisite boy wonder. A cold chill runs up my spine every time I see you sock a villain. And oh, how I cry when you're even scratched. Please don't send me a mimeograph copy of interesting facts about you. I want your handwriting. I have a whole wall of my room dedicated to you. The songs for Jeepers, uh, I really, really like them. They, uh, I like the jazzy score and the the awesome sound effects and whatnot. And and Jeepers just seems like he was a really cool horror host. It was a bummer I never got to see his show. Sounds like just full, full, full of energy and and chaos and uh perfect fit for for frank zappa frank zappa wrote the lyrics and the music for both songs even though all the credit is given to producer paul buff on the original promo copies of the seven inch when it came out the record was released on donna records label in 1963 the songs on the 45 are full of great horror sound effects like bubbling noises uh, cacklings, eerie winds, wolves howling, chains rattling, and of course Frank Zappa's signature snorks, the snorks that can be heard on a lot of different Frank Zappa tracks throughout the throughout the decades. Now according to Greg Russo's liner notes from Paul Buff's Presents the Pal and Original Sound Studio Archives, the collection from 2011, uh, that Ray Collins has claimed that Dick Barber did the snorks on this record, but according to Russo, Barber wasn't even on the scene until years later, and that it was really Paul Buff doing those doing those noises. Massive crazy controversy behind Jeepers Creepers Theater. Even though he had a record and the show was a success, Bob Guy's tenure on the show was very short. Jeepers Creepers, the character the show is flippin' named after, was only the host of the show from its inception in 1962 until 1963 with only 29 episodes. Now, unfortunately, Bob Guy has passed away. He died on September 10th, 1984. Bob Burns, famed horror sci-fi fan and historian of props, costumes, and other screen-used items. Bob has such items as the original Time Machine from George Powell's classic movie, uh, the original Wolf Cane from the 1941 Wolfman, and even an original King Kong armature uh, from the original King Kong movie, just to name a few. The guy has tons and tons of stuff. And he's also kind of dabbled in, in makeup effects. Bob Burns did effects makeup, on something like 29 different episodes of Jeepers Creepers Theater throughout its run. Bob Burns, probably his most famous stint on the show, was even playing a mummy named the Mad Mummy on um, the episode where they showed the movie The Mummy's Curse.
worries. It's, it's so hard to explain. Sometimes it seems as if I belong to a different world. Hey, looks like the imprint of a man's body. A big man, too. Unless I'm mistaken, a mummy was buried here. Bob Burns has done all kinds of small acting roles in like local television and even some nationally wide television shows. You know, he's played, he had a gorilla suit, so he played gorilla, a gorilla in several different shows and whatnot. Bob Burns is quite an amazing voice for the world of horror and science fiction. Uh, definitely look him up. He, he's done some really cool stuff. Uh, his collection is right up there with Forrest G. Ackerman's. Um, Bob Burns is cool. Now, here's a clip from that episode of The Mummy's Curse where Bob Burns played the Mad Mummy. I've tried and tried to get a mummy with these Danilis. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but, but if this man is my witness, everyone can see that you can't get a mummy with Danilis. You can't get a mummy. Get a mummy! Uh, 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 Oh, where were we? Oh, yes. Oh, 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 you're such a, a nice, friendly mummy. Oh, you're so friendly. I, I, I want to introduce you to my family. <laughs> this is Doris, and this is Horace, and, and this is Sally Snake. Ooh, ooh, pretty. And this, this mummy is Julie. Ooh, and this is, this is Aunt Minnie. Oh, but look. Look, this, this is Pumpkin. <laughs> there you are, Pumpkin. <laughs> I can see that, that you like my family. Oh, 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 I can see you like me, too. Oh, 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 well, we get better acquainted. Let's look at more the mummy's good. <laughs> However, when Bob Guy left the show in 1963, that wasn't the end of Jeepers Creepers Theater. The next host of Jeepers Creepers Theater was Lieta Harvey as the nightmarish Gulata. Mostly a stage actress, she auditioned for the show in early 1963 when the station was looking to replace Jeepers uh, on Jeepers Creepers Theater. Here's a clip from her audition. <laughs> Don't turn around. There's somebody behind you. <laughs> If you turn around, they'll make maggot meat out of you. <laughs> oh, there's nobody behind you. It's me. I'm in front of you in your TV set. <laughs> oh, it's Freddy. Hello, Freddy. Have you brought me a message from Jeepers? What does he say? You're going to hop on down to George Allen Rambler. Good. And, and what does he say about me? Tell me. Oh, yes. He still loves me, but he... But he hasn't sent me my... My greasy gopher guts. Oh. Oh, Freddie, Freddie, you better hop on down to, to George Allen Rambler. That, that's it. Now, the audition tape is the only footage I've ever been able to find of Gulata, and I don't know if this is how the character was actually done on the show, per se, 
if you look at pictures, there's a lot of pictures of Gulata from her time on the show. And her overall appearance and costume is way different than the way she looks in this audition tape. And I've read articles and, and stuff by people who have who used to watch the show when they were a kid, and they were they say that the um, the audition tape Gulata is is different than how she was portrayed on the show. Gulata premiered on Jeepers Creepers Theater March 30th, 1963. And she only lasted until December 7th, 1963. Didn't even make it a whole year. Although Gulata was the only host for less than a year and only did 35 episodes, she will go down in history of one of the few female horror hosts of a time where it was mostly a male-dominated business, paving the way for more women in horror hosting such as Elvira, Stella, Penny Dreadful the 13th, Sharon Needles, the girls from Midnight Mausoleum. So Gulata's time on the show may have been brief, but was highly, highly impactive to the industry. I wonder if, if there's movie stars at, at George Allen Rambler. You know, I, I was a movie star once. I, oh, I was in the best pictures, and I used to get lots of fan mail. Oh, those were the, the ghoul old days. And Jeepers gets all the fan mail now, but like this one. Dear Jeepers, this letter is to notify you that the Grotesque Ghoul Society has just chosen you as Ghoul of the Year. Also, I've chosen you as my number one boyfriend. Oh. Well, well I must admit it wasn't my idea, it was my mummy's. <laughs> you see, she always says when she sees you, there's your boyfriend. <laughs> Naturally, this who this slightly angers me, so I immediately chop off her head. And this happens every week, and she's beginning to look a little silly now because she, she only has two heads. <laughs> yes, I, I'm sanely in love with you, Jeepers, and I, every time I see you with your ghoul friend's skull, Doris, I, I nearly die, and my, my heart just splits in two. This, this can become a little messy, and I, I wouldn't want to get blood all over because I, I just had myself freshly padded. That, that could be messy. Jeepers, if you read this on your program, I'll, I'll tell you a deep, dark secret. I, I reveal who's been playing all those dirty tricks on you. <laughs> Have you ever awakened, finding yourself fully embalmed? <laughs> and, and spikes driven through your chest? You have? <laughs> well, this is the works of those people that don't like you. Well, I, I didn't know there were people like that. I, well, well I, I'm sure you do like Jeepers, and, and Jeepers will be glad to know what you've told me. Until I see you next week, I, I remain Tammy Tamberlane from Granada Hills. Thank you, Tammy. Now we'd, we'd better get back to our picture. The next host of the show was TV and film actor Fred Stuffman as Jeeper's Keeper. He did this from 1963 to 1965 for a total of 68 episodes, the longest-running host of Jeeper's Creepers Theater throughout the history of the show. Fred Stuffman was born June 27, 1919. He was an actor in such films as Marathon Man, Network, Sentinel... 
uh, with a total of 53 acting credits in both movies and television. However, as Jeeper's Keeper, this was Fred's very first acting job. Much like many horror hosts throughout the years, especially during the early days, Fred wore many, many hats on the show. Not only was he the host of the show, Jeepers Keeper, but he was also a writer and a producer on the show as well. Now, surely you've seen this guy in something. I personally know Fred Stuthman uh, best from an episode of WKRP where he played Randall Ferryman, owner of a chain of Ferryman Funeral Homes looking to advertise on WKRP. He's a tall guy, um, skinny, you know, older guy at this point, balding, you know, can be kind of creepy looking, perfect for playing the owner uh, of a stereotypical owner of a funeral home, and could totally see why he would be great as a TV movie horror host. What is wild? That out of all of his acting credits, three out of the seven pictures on his IMDb page uh, is him as Jeepers Keeper. So even though, you know, it was like a foot, seems like a footnote in his career, I feel like it was definitely something that meant a lot to Fred and definitely a lot to um, fans of Fred. For being the longest running host of the show and the actor with the most credits, after the show was done, I could only find very little about his time on the show. Um, I I could not find any clips of his time uh, as the keeper. The only thing I was really able to find was a really sweet Fred Stuffman personal Jeepers Keeper Vampire Fan Club membership card on eBay, which was going for like $50. And of course, some Jeepers Creepers, like 8x10 photos. According to interviews with people who knew Fred, he seemed like he really relished in the role and took the job very seriously, yet still having a really good time playing the part. After his time on the show, of course, Fred Stuffman continued to have a, a great career all the way up until his death on July 7th, 1982. Two University of Southern California students, Ray Craig and Donald Glutt, would often hang around KCOP-TV studios. They ended up working on Jeepers Creepers Theaters thanks to their association with Bob Burns. Bob eventually stopped doing makeup on the show around the time Fred Stuthman began his run. Donald did a series of photos of Fred applying his own makeup as part of a class project. Some of the pictures have been seen uh, in Don's book, I Was a Teenage Movie Maker. According to Don's book, both Ray and him wanted to make a film and do the effects for it at any level possible. And they thought Jeepers Creepers Theater would provide that opportunity. They approached Fred and producer Jim Sullivan with an idea. Since the show was so low budget it never left the studio, they wanted to do a pre-shoot segment for the show that was essentially a parody of the movie Goldfinger. The segment would be Keeper getting into a car and being chased down by two spies, played by Ray and Ray's friend Ed Nuffer. They would shoot it, edit it, and do the effects for it, and all it would cost was a roll of 16mm film. Fred and Jim agreed. So they set out, outside the studio for once, to shoot this segment for Jeepers Creepers Theater. In the segment, the spy's car would swerve off a cliff and end up in an explosion. Ray and Don bought a car model kit, fixed it up to look like the real car that they were using in the short, and hooked it up with some gasoline and cherry bombs for the explosion. 
The keeper survived the chase only to make a comment about a local car dealership then cut to a commercial for that exact same car dealership. Sadly, little did they know that Fred was on his way out at the time and had left the show once the short was ready for broadcast. What is now known as the Jeepers Creepers car chase had never been aired on the show. The last host of the show was Jim Sullivan as just simply Creepers. Uh, Jim did the show from 1965 to 1966. However, Jim has been with the show since the inception. He was one of the original creators and producers of the show and produced the show all the way up to the end. Jim was host for the least amount of time, though, with only 16 episodes. The first film that was shown on Jim's run was The Man They Could Not Hang in 1965. Jim's last episode and the last regular episode of the show was the 1946 film The Unknown. It aired September 11th, 1965. Now, what it is what is it with September with these horror hosts? So September has popped up like three or four times in this this episode alone, but September, now I get it, I understand September is, is significant as far as, as television goes, it's usually, back then, is usually when new seasons of things would start, so a new show would come on, probably around in that time frame, um, and if you're going to cancel a show and play it till the end of its run, uh, again, uh, September would probably be the time that it would come off, but it seems weirder than that, though, because Significant moments in a lot of these hosts' lives happened in September as well. Uh, even even with Bob Guy, he passed away in September, uh, September 10th of 1984. So I don't know. It just seems really weird and coincidental that September just keeps popping up a lot. However, Jim will have one last comeback as Creepers on March 23rd, 1966, when KOCP aired a live special presentation called House of Horror. With 148 episodes over only four years, as horror host shows go, it didn't last very long, but its impact and longevity has lasted for decades. How many horror hosts can say they had a record produced by Frank Zappa? How many shows from the 60s can say they had a female horror host? How many shows can say that they had the great Bob Burns do effects for them? Only Jeepers Creepers Theater can say that. Again, Jeepers Creepers was a bit before my time, and all I have is these few YouTube clips and music by Frank Zappa to get any, any idea what the show was like. But from what I've seen and what I've read and doing the research, this show would have been fantastic. I would have loved this show and definitely deserves, deserves its staple in, in Horror Host Hall of Fame. That concludes another episode of Midnight Snacks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. I, again, apologize that these shows do not come out um, a bit more regularly, uh, unless you feel like once a year is a is regular uh i 
do plan on doing more episodes more than just, than just once or twice a year uh just with everything everything else on the plate it gets difficult but thanks for bearing with me uh if you have any um suggestions for episodes uh go to midnight snacks on facebook and leave me some comments leave me some suggestions uh anything you want to discuss uh, if you want to leave me a message, I will read it on a future episode. Uh, I would love to be reading uh, you guys' comments on the show or comments about horror hosting in general. Treat it I want to treat it like a classic fan mail from the old uh, uh, horror host shows themselves. So please go to Midnight Snacks at Facebook and leave me all the comments. That would be great. Also, be sure to check out my main show, Attack of the Killer Podcast, that I host. Horror movie-themed podcast. A group of friends, we get together and we pick a topic. And we discuss horror movies within that topic. Uh, and you can check that show out as well as many, many other amazing shows on our very own podcast network, the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, or the pfpn.com you can check out this show my main show and a ton of other shows uh, at the pfpn.com thanks again for listening uh, and we will talk to you next time say bye Olaf bye Olaf If I'm going to make you into a big movie star, you'll have to get your beauty rest. <coughs> and use it, too. Now you go to bed in your coffin and, and get some rest. A nice beauty rest. Good night, Mommy. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs>